0: It is not only opening day for the baseball season; it is opening day for well, the launch of Better Baseball. That's right, Better Baseball, new podcast here, Win Daily Sports dot com. Thanks to Jason Mesrahi for letting us do this, letting us chat up ball here uh, every single weekday morning at 1030 a.m. As you can see, my name is John Jansen at Jay Jansen 34 on Twitter. Brian Sloan joining me as well. Uh, Brian, not only is the grass much greener now, not only are are the baseballs fresher than ever and the bats Mm -hmm. are nice and ready to go, but our hopes uh, also for our teams are also probably as about as mint condition as they'll be throughout the season, as our hopes are going to get battered, bruised. Uh, it's, it's going to take a Bryce Harper or a Stanton bat right to the baseball. I, it is going to be uh, a long season, but that's what we enjoy about Major League Baseball. We'll get into uh, the betting side of things. Big opening day slate today. Now, the big thing, weather is going to be an issue in, the, in a few games. I know here in the Philadelphia area, Very windy. It's coming in. Who knows if that's going to what that's going to do, especially with Aaron Nola and Max Fried, who are two pitchers, I'm sure we're going to be looking at for today and two lineups that we'll be looking at for today as well. But also, we got to lock in our LB futures bets. Baseball first pitch is in a couple of hours, so we got to lock (coughs) some things in. So, Brian, I'll ask you first, just what are we looking at here? Where Where is the interest for the start of the season for you? I have a few futures bets, but what are the teams you're looking at early on this season?
1: Well, the teams I'm looking at this season are, I mean, definitely the Dodgers and Padres. I mean, you can't go wrong with the NL West Dodgers-Padres. I mean, they're going to play each other a billion times. so. Yeah. And that play be, a really bad division outside of that too. So yeah, those I mean, two are going to really. San Francisco and Colorado are not going to.
0: What do you mean, Gabe paint? Kapler's not going to do well in San Francisco? Cool. He'll do
1: better than last year, but I don't think yeah. he'll do well. Um, I mean, Arizona's not nothing to to mention really. Uh, so Dodgers, Padres are my two favorite teams in the National League. Atlanta's a close third. Um, I mean, if I was going to look for a surprise, maybe the Mets. Maybe the Nationals, maybe the Cardinals, but I'm really strong with Dodgers, Padres, Braves. Um, on the American yeah. League, I like the Yankees. I like the White Sox. Um, out West, I don't know. I mean, Houston should be okay. Um, Oakland's pretty decent. Uh Anaheim, yeah. Los you know, Angeles, that, you know, like Las- the vision with the
0: Astros <laughs> and Athletics. There is nothing there that I just am yeah. so gung ho about. It's all, eh, maybe the Astros. <laughs> yeah, it could be the Athletics. Right. Yeah, I not, mean, just nothing, nothing out there that makes me just go, <laughs> oh man, I'm really excited for
1: this team. It's right. Just a lot of, eh. it it's just all. a lot of meh. Um, <laughs> but I mean, really, it's the White Sox and the Yankees and the Rays it's definitely an Eastern focus on yeah. the uh, on Blue the Jays League.
0: as well. Like, is this, is this Blue their Jays are really good? Yeah. And that's, that's a couple of things coming into this season, at least when I'm looking at the futures market that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's kind of playing on a few narratives here. Like I think the Blue Jays, They've had a couple of years now, at least last year, and you know a couple of years to to get all of these young bats really acclimated into the major league Ooh, level. And right. I think now is the season. The White Sox, I, I mean, they're a, a bit of a different story because I think they were overperforming their projections of of how this was going to go for them, and yep. so they just shot up the board. And so I don't know if I'm I'm, I'm tempering expectations a little bit on the White Sox, but yep. a team like. The Blue Jays, I think, is ready for that. A team, and I hate to say this because I'm wearing all Phillies gear, so I understand (laughs) where I'm at and who I root for, Mm -hmm. but the Phillies have been knocking on that door. Bryce Harper, I he's been here uh, a 500 season. They were knocking on the door for the playoffs last season. This finally Mm -hmm. seems like the year that they're ready to make that push, and that's why I caution for futures markets, be weary of the Cardinals. Be Mm -hmm. weary of the Mets. These yeah. first years, these transitions don't usually go well year number one. It That's takes right. it takes a while to get into this. It, and I'm going at this, looking at the, the, I think the best example of it is Manny Machado and Bryce Harper both. Because yeah. now they're in their third seasons with these teams. First Ooh. season, a little bit slow, a little bit of an adjustment period. Second season, things went really well for them both. I know it was Ooh. only a short season, 60 games. But now both of those teams are in position to. Padres obviously in a much better position because they bolstered up right, bolstered up their starting rotation, but. Phillies are in a good position to make the playoffs. That's that are that's the teams I'm looking for. I'm mm-hmm. staying away from the Cardinals. I actually like the Brewers to win that division. Yeah. I think their starting rotation is solid enough. You have two good mm-hmm. anchors there in Woodruff and Burns are going to see Woodruff tonight, which we'll get to that game as well. Really good matchup, sneaky matchup, yeah. Maeda and Woodruff, by the way. Yes, in that Twins yes. Brewers game. Uh, but I, I like the Brewers to win that division just because I'm weary of the Cardinals. Is that the same with you? That's that's just how I look at first years like this with players like Arenado and Lindor, it takes a little bit of time.
1: It does take time. It also depends on the team they're going into. So like Machado went to the Padres, they didn't do much that first year because I don't think the Padres were that strong of a team to begin with. You know, so Machado comes in, gives them a little bit of a boost, but it's really not noticeable because the Padres were a really poor team at that point in time. Um, You know, I think the Mets were pretty decent Last year. While it does take some time to get acclimated, I think Lindor to the Mets will have a greater impact than you know, like Machado to the Padres that first year. You know, the Phillies were decent and Bryce Harper to the Phillies was good, but it wasn't as good as it could have been. So I think it really depends on the team that you're you know going into. So I think Arenado to the Cardinals in that division. I think it gives the Cardinals a boost. I think the Cubs aren't as strong as they used to be. The Brewers are really strong. The Reds aren't as strong as they were, and Votto's out for the time being. Yeah. Um, so I think Arenado to the Cardinals will have a greater impact. Now, does that make the Cardinals exponentially better than they were last year? Not necessarily. Right. So, does it
0: propel them? Because, I mean, they were a below average lineup last season. Does Arenado, yeah. and that's with Goldschmidt having a, a spectacular season. Right. Goldsman was really good. So does that propel them into being a, a, an above average lineup and helps out what might be, I hate to say shaky, but in a season mm-hmm. where starting pitching depth is going to be probably stressed more than others? Yeah. I'm worried about the Cardinals because they're coming in with a couple of injuries already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one of their best pitchers as well. Yep. Uh, but you know, after Jack Flaherty, it's, it gets a little bit muddy and you Adam Wainwright, rejuvenated 30, Wainwright. Yeah. But rejuvenated. It's the same, same concerns I have with, let's right. say uh, Clayton Kershaw. He Absolutely. was great last season, but 162 games on that arm again is going mm. to be stressful. 162 games. right on Wainwright is stressful. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Cardinals have the pitching depth. Now, yeah. the difference between Kershaw and the Dodgers and Adam Wainwright <laughs> and the Cardinals, I think there's a little bit more depth with the Dodgers than there yeah. is the Cardinals, so they should be fine. I mean, they have right. Julio Urias and Dustin May at the back mm-hmm. end of the rotation. Exactly. Dustin, Dustin May could end up breaking out and be one of their best pitchers in oh, the Oh, absolutely. Dodgers, right? So, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's a different situation, but the, the Cardinals, to me, just don't don't have the ability to have this starting rotation play poorly or or things go bad or sideways for them. And right. it, if it does a little bit, it opens the door for the Brewers. Now the mm-hmm. Reds, I'll ask you this about the Reds because they had a lot of guys regress a little bit last season. I'm talking yeah. specifically in the lineup. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that any, any chance of them getting back, having that positive regression year and that lineup being good enough to maybe get the Reds in this race against the Cardinals and Brewers?
1: I feel... The Reds are a solid step down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to. No, I mean, no, seriously. Like, if you don't have Suarez and Votto hitting at all cylinders and Moustakis and and whoever else, like, their lineup is solid. But I like the Brewers lineup a lot more than the Reds. And yes, I like, I do.
0: The- and they, they can even get a much better this season. They were right there with the Cardinals last year, yeah. but that's with two of their best players in here mm-hmm. and Yelich not really playing that well, right? They were pedestrian. And I think Yelich yes. can be back into that MVP type mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah.
1: Yelich can rebound, but also, you know, like Cincinnati lost Trevor Bauer. So yeah. that you that, know, doesn't
0: you lo- that doesn't help. Yeah.
1: <laughs> when, when you lose a core piece to the pitching rotation, I think, you know, they got some nice pieces, and and they're a really nice middle of the NL Central team. You know, like like they can compete. I think they'll be competitive for a long portion of the season, but I I, I think they're going to come up short compared to Milwaukee and St. Louis.
0: WindailySports is where you can check us out. Hey, a bunch of stuff <laughs> from the Windaily Sports team for opening day this today and tomorrow for some teams. I mean, opening day is here and when daily sports has you covered for not just, you know, this week, the entire season, but for this week, if you do want to get, let's say, uh, just a, a little bit of a trial, or you want to just check out when daily sports, what we offer for baseball as the season goes on. Well, we have a promotion going on that you can check out for the first week. When daily sports gold membership is just $5 for the first week. Real-time projections, cheat sheets, premium articles and a Discord chat winddailysports.com/chat with a bunch of DFS gurus. We're going to be talking sports betting. All of that just one week for $5 then 29.99 a month. Just use the coupon got5 or you can go to our winddailysports Twitter account at @winddailysports and you can check it out. It's our pinned tweet. Uh so if you need anything and we have right now we have aces and bases for opening day. And there was a picture in one of those posts that I do want to talk about uh, for opening day because I think there is a good matchup. And uh, it's it's uh, hard to navigate. I would say the first couple of weeks. That's why you need Win Daily Sports. Hey, if you want to check out the first week, it's it's very hard. And because we don't have a large sample size, these guys are very good. $5 for the first week, I think, or $5 for one week is the right way to go. And you can do that, windailysports.com. Check out the promotion uh, pinned to our Twitter account at windailysports. Now, the... Opening day, Slate is here, and I've already seen a few names that are really interesting in terms of starting rotation now that I want to look at because that's what we tend to look at first when we're betting on games and we're betting on matchups. And so the first game that I want to go at for today's slate, and maybe we can go down a little bit and wait for it, but uh, one is Kenta Maeda and Brandon Woodruff. Uh, These two guys both have been under the radar, I would say, good. Like, Woodruff isn't considered an ace, and Corbin Burns isn't either. But one of those two could end up being... I hate to say that that kind of of a pitcher form, but be a top-level starter for them, be the number one. And Kenta Maeda for the Twins, this is important for both teams and for both pitchers to get going early because Kenta Maeda is one with the Twins. He has to do well. Uh, Jose Barrios is a talented pitcher, sometimes doesn't put it together fully. But this game gets really interesting. Money line, minus 107 for the Twins, minus 109 for the Brewers. This is in Milwaukee. I think I'm going to lean a little bit Milwaukee here. Uh, just yep. because it's a home team, it's a even in terms of the money line. I'm going to kind of project and I'm not going off of last season. I'm going off of projections. I have for this season. And I project Mm -hmm. the Brewers lineup to be pretty good. And I project Kristen Yelich and Iura to get back into this and be really good this season. So I like the Brewers to come out pretty strong against Maeda in this one. Going to be, again, pretty tight ball game. Brandon Woodruff, Maeda, both been solid starting Mm -hmm. pitchers. But this game, at least early on, I think I like the Brewers here, minus 109.
1: Yeah, I mean, overall, I like the Brewers because they're at home. You know, Minnesota's on the road in a National League park. You don't have the DH, you don't have Nelson Cruz. So that takes some pop out of their lineup. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think Yelich will rebound, have a good, have a really good year like he used to have in 2019. Um, Hero will get into the swing of things. I mean, lineup wise, I love the consistency of the Brewers lineup. Like, you can go down that roster and in that lineup, and you can see where. You're going to get your hits. You're going to get your base runners. You're going to get your stuff. And I think that translates well for the Brewers this year, this game. Um, you know, the Twins have some holes. I mean, they have power. yes, But, yeah. you know, like they're not great. They They swing and miss a lot. They take a lot of, you know, they help out the opposing pitchers a lot. So, you know, it really comes down to, are they at home? Do they have the DH? Are they in the American League? Who are they playing against? You know, like the Twins are a good matchup team if they can get a good team to match up against. But like this is why the Twins don't have, exist- have that much success in the postseason because they get into situations where their roster can't handle the matchups. Yeah. So I think, I think the Brewers are that type of team for the Twins. The Brewers are going to outclass Minnesota in various ways up and down the lineup. And Maeda, I mean, I've watched Maeda since he was a Dodger. And, like, he's one of the best starters, I think, underrated. I mean, last year he finished high in the Cy Young race, but, like, he was doing that for years. So, you know, I think Maeda, he should come out and he should pitch a really solid game. And stat-wise, I think Maeda will be a really good choice to have on your DFS rosters, you know, et cetera, and into consideration with your betting for the Twins. But I don't like the matchup against the Brewers today.
0: Yeah. I think it's a, it's a tough matchup. And again, I expect the Brewers lineup to be much better than they were last season. I expect uh, their two best players to actually be their best players this season. Uh, next game, next pitching matchup. Sorry, we're going to skip the Pirates. Is that okay, Brian? I know you're a Pirates fan. Is, is that okay? okay? Okay. That's good with you. <laughs> next matchup. That's really good, but I, I see, and, and I've been flip-flopping on this game because some of the, some of the, uh, I guess, ways of of handicapping this one have been a little bit off to me, but I do think I like the Braves in this one. Now at plus 102, Max Freed, a short season. I get it. Didn't lose a game on the mound, but Aaron Nola's had a bit of a tough time against the Braves lately, and this lineup is ferocious. I I can say all day how good the Phillies lineup is, and it's all true, but I would be lying straight to your face here on the Better Baseball Podcast, (laughs) WinDailySports.com, lying straight to your face If I said that the Phillies lineup was better than the Braves, it is great. They have exactly the kind of bats that can hit a guy like Nola. Nola's been okay in spring training. He was all right last season, not the ace kind of material that you want from Aaron Nola. Not saying that he'll be bad, but for game number one against this lineup and the past kind of problems he's had against the Braves, I think I would have to lean plus 102. Now, the reason I say, I I didn't like how people were talking about this at first because this is where I I differ from every, or I guess not differ from everybody else, but where I don't like going is I don't like looking too much at last season. Like the Phillies bullpen was horrible last season. Mm -hmm. They led 49 of 60 games and they blew a lot of them. I mean, they were, they they were just not good in their bullpen, but Mm -hmm. this is not the same bullpen. We're not coming into this, the same thing. And it's going to just be guys like Hector Neris and that's it. Uh, it's, it's Hector Naris, but with Jose Alvarado, with Archie Bradley. Mm-hmm. Does it concern me that Narris is the closer? Sure, uh, but it's a little bit different. But I'm I'm going to end up going with the Braves here. I might just take it first five uh, with Max Fried because I think the Braves can get out early. But uh, once if the Phillies can get through about four or five innings of Max Fried and keep this a little bit close – I do expect them to be in this one. They've been hitting the baseball well, spring training. Bryce Harper's been on fire. Uh, JT Ramuto, obviously very good. And they have a solid uh, enough righty bats, especially Reese Hoskins as well, to uh, to really get after Max Freed. Now, they do have Adam Hazley starting, which he has not been good against lefties. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to stick first five here. I'll go with the Braves uh, on the money line for the first five.
1: Yeah, I think the Braves are the smart play. Um, they are... One of the top three teams in the National League. Uh, you know, Snitger had mentioned that this is their best team they've had coming out of spring training in his time as manager of the Braves. So, I mean, Max freed he was on point last year. And if he comes and he looked good in the spring, and if he comes with that type of, you know, pitching and discipline and whatnot, he can hit his spots. I think the Phillies are in for a long day. Now, I mean, the Phillies lineup can pose some problems for Atlanta and for Max Freed. But, I mean, historically speaking, it, it hasn't been. So, I mean, it's going to be a cold, poor weather day in, in Philadelphia. I think that favors Max Freed and and Aaron Nola against the Braves. But I, I think the Braves lineup is going to be too strong. I don't think, um, you know, Nola would have to pitch lights out for the Phillies to be competitive early in this game i mean maybe they can yeah. hit up the braves bullpen but i think max reed's gonna dominate and i think the braves are gonna at least for the beginning of the game have a nice control over the phillies
0: yeah aaron Nola, uh he's pitched against the braves since 2009 46 and two-third has allowed 23 runs uh 23 walks era over four whip over 1.40 it's been a bit of a rough go for him against the Braves. Uh, and I, I expect the Braves to get after him a little bit early, take an early lead and have at least the lead after the first five innings. Mm-hmm. Do I get concerned now that the Phillies bullpen could be a little bit better and to just bet the the, the Braves full game, thinking the Phillies bullpen, not only going to blow it, but also, you know, going to not be able to keep them in the game. I, I'm not going to go that far. I'll just take the first mm-hmm. five because I know at least Max Freed can do pretty well against what is a pretty tough lineup for the Phillies, but uh, he can neutralize maybe Bryce Harper and that's going to be enough to keep them in the lead for the first five innings. You're tuned in to the better baseball podcast launch show for us here at winddaily sports wind slash chat is where you can join the discord. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, celebratory gifts, opening day gifts being sent in the discord and a lot of trash talk. I have been the wind Daily sports team. Brian uh, is full of Mets fans. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is very tense in the wind Daily sports chat. Uh, right. So it, it's, it's, it's going to get a little tense this season. I already have a bet against Jason Mizrahi. Now, you know what? I'll throw this one to you before we go to our next game. So okay. the Phillies win total is at 80 and a half, the Mets is at 90 and a half by the way. Mm-hmm. I like the under on the Mets win total. Yes. Uh he is he is giving me 5 games. So mm-hmm. he is I, I am basically starting the season off 5 and 0 oh, and the Phillies have to finish with a better record than the Mets this season in order for me to win the bet. Loser has to uh wear a either I would have to wear a Mets hat on a stream right. for a week or he would have to wear a Phillies hat. Who do you think is winning that bet, Brian? It's of course <laughs> me, right? You got to say me.
1: I mean, I like the Phillies' chances to win that bet. There we I, go. I definitely. I there mean, we like, go. It's funny, you know, as a non as a non New Yorker, the Mets always strike me as like a fun, almost illegitimate team, where like they always <laughs> the what no, like they always have high hopes. They always get dashed by injuries. Yep. And as soon as they can crawl into the wild card place, every Met. Band that I know is always like bargaining and negotiating with. Well, if we can win this game, then we can do this. Or if we, or if so and so does this, then then this could happen, so we could get that wild card spot. And <laughs> I just laugh. Like, I mean, I I've enjoyed my time at at Citi Field and and seeing the Mets play in person. But like, no one enjoys their time at
0: City Field. No, not I know. even I was, not even Mets fans. It's disappointing was, all the time. Disappointing.
1: Every I was just time. I was just giving them a handout. I was trying to be polite. <laughs> Right. Everybody
0: knows Citizens Bank Park is much better than City Field. Everybody right. Knows oh, that. of
1: course. I mean, it's yeah.
0: <laughs> it's easier um, for
1: me to get to. I enjoy it. So
0: windailysports.com, windailysports.com slash chat. And again, if you're looking windailysports.com, you're trying to find DFS lineups, pitchers for today. Always pitchers are tough and you need to get the right ones. We have that for you. MLB DFS picks and pivots opening day 2021 from Brian. We have from uh, Adam Stur- or Matt Rogers excuse me, over here with MLB DFS aces and bases for opening day. Everything to have you covered. And one of them. This is one of the aces that Matt likes, Matt Rogers. And this is where I'm going to go for my next game because this is somewhat of a tough matchup again. And most of these are. Uh, here we go. Michael Raziel, uh, Mets fan, telling me to shut up. This is what happened when, when you let a Phillies guy, win, one of your shows, win sports.com. That's just how it happens. Uh, but what, what are the all these games are tough because you're having a team's best starting pitcher for opening day starting. Ooh. So these are all tough, tough matchups to look at. And the ones that are big discrepancies, they're already priced like that. One game I like is I like Luis Castillo against... Ooh the Cardinals. And if you're looking at our aces and pivots from Matt Rogers, or our aces and bases, excuse me, opening day for Matt Rogers, he likes Luis Castillo to throw a lot of heat against the Cardinals. Uh, he has a career K rate against the Cardinals, is 24.3%, 8.8 per nine innings, and he's maintained a low 3.80 XFIP against the Cards. So obviously Luis Castillo has had some success. It's a little bit of a money line here, but Going back to what I said, it doesn't immediately make, I mean, Nolan Arnott is a great player, but doesn't Mm -hmm. immediately make itself known right away, inserting a Cardinals lineup that I don't think is overly great, or this isn't like a great, awesome lineup now. It's just okay. A good Mm -hmm arm like Luis Castillo should have a good time against the Cardinals team. And I'm going to take them minus 120 on the money line right now. I would check the first 5 just to see what that is and uh just to see what the price is because I would just stick with the first 5 uh with Luis Castillo which Reds minus 121. I would take that. You're getting the the pretty much the same price and I would just like to have Luis Castillo for those 5 innings. Uh but that's kind of where I'm going here. Uh mm-hmm. for the for the Reds. Is with Luis Castillo in his arm, and I'm going to take them minus 121 on the money line.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Luis Castillo is going to have a pretty nice day against the uh, Cardinals lineup. I mean, there are chances for some pitfalls, but overall, I mean, if you're looking at Luis Castillo himself against the Cardinals lineup, I like that matchup. I think Luis Castillo can fire on all cylinders, he can handle. The roundabout way the Cardinals lineup looks, um, you know, they don't have Harrison Bader for the Cardinals today. So that's a nice, you know, relief <laughs> for, for Castillo. I mean, not that he was, not that he was the linchpin that held the, he's you know, but he's but, one that
0: they need if they're going, he's, if they're going yeah. to get better. And, and I mean, the
1: Cardinals team. need everybody and not to have Bader is a huge deficit. Um, so even if you do have Arenado and you do have Goldschmidt and and whoever else, like it's not the be all end all of lineups that's gonna like hammer Luis Castillo. I think Luis Castillo should get out there, get his work in, have a good day, and have the Reds in a nice position when the relief pitcher comes in.
0: Yeah, I think so. And that's, again, why I think I'm going to stay first five, just really ride the coattails of Luis Castillo, which should do pretty well. He's a good young pitcher in baseball, and this Cardinals lineup Mm -hmm. isn't anything to be afraid of. I'm going to take the home team here, and I'm going to take the Cincinnati Reds. Now, the next game we're going to go to, 7 o'clock, we're going to skip Mm Royals-Rangers, if that's all right there, Brian. Yes. Um, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Nationals-Mets, Max Scherzer against Jacob DeGrom. Now, this game, Did have a lot of hype going into it, not only the Mm -hmm. pitching matchup, but of course the way the Mets are this season, the way we project the NLEs to be one of the best divisions in baseball, Mm -hmm. yet the Nationals are coming in. We don't know the extent of it yet. I don't think we haven't heard much of it yet, but we do know that there are going to be some lineup changes, maybe not some lineup changes, maybe some bullpen arms out, whatever the case may be, but they do have a COVID issue coming into the year, but if it's not Max Scherzer who's out of this game and he's the one on the mound, you mm-hmm. still have to give the Nationals somewhat a chance, right? Max Scherzer on the mound against Jacob DeGrom. It's a home game for Washington. I mean, if if Juan Soto is out or Trey mm-hmm. Turner is out, obviously then you go, all right, maybe take it down a notch against yeah. Jacob DeGrom. But Max Scherzer, I think, I, I I don't know what to think of him too much coming into this year. Because Mm -hmm. I expected to get better, but then every time I would say that, I would get the pushback of, nah, maybe we're finally seeing the down years of Max Scherzer. Look, I don't know if we're going to see it yet. I don't think we're going to see that opening day, game one for Max Scherzer. I think we see lights out pretty much spot on Max Scherzer.
1: Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. Even if this is going to be a down year for Max Scherzer, I don't think this is going to be a down day for Max Scherzer. I think... You know he'll come out. He'll come out firing. Um, he looked good in the spring for his work, even though some of those days he was just throwing like a certain type of pitch to get his work in on that pitch. Um, he looked good, and I expect him to look really good today. I expect Degrom to look really good today. So this is a pitching matchup that should be exciting to everybody. Um, you know they're both going to do quality starts. I don't imagine the Mets lineup doing a lot of damage to Max Scherzer. Um, but it could. I mean, they have pieces that can uh but I think Max is going to be a, a his dominant self for opening day.
0: Yeah, I think so and uh that's the, the one thing throughout the season obviously to keep an eye on, but I'm not keeping an eye out on Max Scherzer being not good uh from from game 1. I think he'll be fine right. in this matchup. So uh mm-hmm. is it enough again to take the, the nationals a plus one thirty eight? I I, th- I think so. This line was a lot closer before the before the COVID news. This was mm-hmm. this was a lot closer. This was almost I, I would say a pick'em, if I remember correctly, when I was looking at it here on DraftKings Sportsbook. But uh now it's a plus one thirty-eight. You can get it at looking at some of the inning money lines as well. The nationals plus one seventeen. Plus one twelve, obviously getting a little bit of a bump because Max Scherzer will be starting likely those first five innings. But I think I think this number just got a little bit too skewed towards the Mets side. When again, we expect this Nationals team to be pretty good as well. And I don't know if it plus one thirty eight with Washington at home that necessarily this that game one is going to be the Mets coming out party. I would wait for that. I, I don't think it's just going to be. Rainbows and sunshine in New York for for day one. Uh, it's in Washington. I like Max Scherzer, uh, so I, I think I'm going to take my chance on them uh, today. Plus 138. Now. The Chicago White Sox and Angels. That's the last game we'll go over and we'll get some and look through some of the arms for today. Windailysports.com, winddailysports.com slash chat. Again, make sure to check it out. Starting rotation options for opening day that you can get. That one is from Adam. From Brian, you can get the picks and pivots for today, opening day, 1 o'clock until 10 o'clock all day, and then the aces and bases. I see a lot of Luis Castillo, so that's one that I'm definitely – Uh, going to insert in a lot of my lineups, and I think definitely I'm going to bet the Reds because of it. But last game, we're going to go over here on Better Baseball, which you can check out weekday mornings, 1030 here, WinDailySports, WinDailySports.com. Brian, it's the White Sox and Angels. We talked at the start of this show.
1: The Mm -hmm. White
0: Sox are a team that if things go right and their young hitters continue to project to be better and better, then they're going to be maybe one of those teams that can contend in the American League. Yes. They're going up against a pretty tough matchup, though, in the Angels for game one. Shohei Otani's coming in Ooh. with a lot of hype now. This is thought to be the finally the year we see the two-headed monster of Shohei Otani on the mound mm-hmm. and at the plate. He's looked great <clears throat> both uh, yep. in spring training. And Dylan Bundy, this guy is pretty darn good. Like, I, I, I like Lucas Giolito. He's, he's going to be a great pitcher for the White Sox. This mm-hmm. is a tough matchup. Again, going with the home team, this seems to be a theme for me, but I like the home team getting even money here. This Mm -hmm. Angels lineup is tough for Giolito game one. Rendon, Trout, Shohei Otani. I I don't know if I like that as much, and
1: I'm probably going to take the home team here and the Angels on the money line. I would take the Angels in this game. I mean, you got to remember, Eloy Jimenez is not in the lineup for the White Sox for the first few weeks. You know, he he injured his peck. And he's gonna be out for a while. So if the Angels can play the way their lineup looks, I like the <laughs> Angels. You know, like That's a good way of putting it. That's
0: a very good way of putting well, it.
1: Well it's 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 deceiving because you look at them, you got Trout, you got Rendon, you got Otani, you got other decent pieces in that lineup. You know, Pujols is coming into like his final season, but he still has enough pop to get, you know, some quality hits at the right time, Um, you know, can they synergize and and get it to work together? You know, like, are they going to get that key hit at the key moment? Are they going to be able to sustain, you know, an offensive push? Can they move runners around the base path? You know, are they going to rely on just home runs or just whatever? Like, can they play the small ball and can their pitching staff support what the offense looks like, you know that's the that's the big key for the Angels. Has always been lack of pitching. So if if the if Dylan Bundy can pitch the way we know he can pitch, I like the Angels in this game a lot. Um, can the Angels bullpen sustain late in the game? Can, can you know can Dylan Bundy make it through two times, three times through the the White Sox lineup? I mean. The White Sox still have some pop. You know, Luis Roberts, really good. They got Tim Anderson. That's not going away. So, but, you know, the White Sox have some nice pieces. And Giolito can pitch really well and really get, you know, some quality starts here, can really do some damage against the Angels lineup. But in a nutshell, if I was looking at the whole game, I'm, I'm leaning Angels on this one.
0: Yeah, I'm going to lean Angels. As well, uh, just going through some last because if you want some pictures in your lineup that you need, last plays again. Windailysports.com. Check out these articles. We gone through one. Luis Castillo is one of them that I've seen mentioned a lot, but there are some others here as well that we have not mentioned. Some of the games we have not mentioned. I do see one uh, that we have, one that we like. Uh, Brandon Woodruff, wink, wink. Uh, but there are some plays here that you should check out. Windailysports.com. Starting rotation plays, picks and pivots aces and bases it is all there for you it is opening day and you know what we you know you know what brian i think we all like the long ball so let's let's go here with a long ball play for you today who's hitting a home run i gotta go first of all because i have his jersey on he actually Mm -hmm. has five career opening day home runs i'm going bryce harper is it against max freed maybe not but max freed i don't think he's going to pitch a complete game shutout Bryce Harper gets his, been hitting well in the spring. I think he hits a long ball day one at Citizens Bank Park. Maybe a little bit biased, but hey, the numbers back it up. He's pretty good at this during opening day.
1: Yeah. Um, Off the top of my head, I got to go one of the Padres, Tatis. Let's go with Fernando Tatis off of Mad Bum in Arizona. I like that. I think it can happen. Mad Bum hasn't pitched. He didn't pitch well last year, so I think – I think, you know, with Zach Gallen down for, for Arizona and Mad Bum getting the opening day start, I think the Padres can jump on him. And I like the prospects of a Fernando Tatis home run.
0: Yeah, um, Diamondbacks might not be good this year. I don't know if people know that. Uh, they could be pretty bad. They could be pretty bad this year, in fact. Uh, they so yeah. Yeah, if you're looking at a win total that you maybe want to go under on, uh, I would say Arizona, you can look at that one that you can yeah. get. We're, we're a couple, a uh, couple hours away from opening day, first pitch. Can't wait for it. Good luck to you, Brian. Good luck Thanks. to those out there. Winddailysports.com. If you want more, if you want more DFS plays, if you want to know those pitchers, again, we've talked a lot about Luis Castillo. If you want to get more pitchers guys to insert in your lineups, com slash chat is where you can join. I'm sure all of our DFS gurus are going to be in there helping improve lineups, mess around with your lineups, let you know if you're good to go. All of that can be found in the discord chat, com slash chat. Also, our show with Mike North coming up at four o'clock. That's my first show with him. So we'll have that today for you going over Major League Baseball plays and what is happening throughout the day. Of course, my head will be spinning because the Phillies will be uh, be on the uh, diamond during that time, four o'clock as well. And then, of course, we'll have our NBA DFS show with DFS uh, underscore ghost on Twitter. You can find our guy, Ghost, great at NBA DFS, and we'll be doing that as well. But for all of your opening day needs, win daily Sports. Dot com. That's it for Brian and me. We'll be back. Hey, tomorrow at 1030, doing this again. Can't wait for it. The Better Baseball Podcast at windailysports.com.